Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Gotta casually toss that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble. <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods 
to live in reality and you're naked and screaming, it's like... <laughs> Follow us for free on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. For more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. This was one of the most arduous. Oh, wow. Weeding down. Dude, I am not confident in my five at all because I have, oh. I don't, I don't know how many you guys have. I have outside of my five, I have one, two or seven, I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay. I have 18. Wow. Yeah. 18. I only had 10. Extra? 18 extra. Yeah. yeah, I've got 12 extra. Uh, there's a certain point where I was just like, man, if it doesn't come to me, I'm just not even going to overthink it. There's so many that are actually <laughs> planes taking off. And I said, you know what? That's not fun. That's not exciting. Yeah, there, there was a couple where I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then and then when I when I finally Think thought about, about what, what it was, I was like, that's, I mean, eh. yes, that was the plot liftoff, but... Nah, that's not, not yeah, worth there are a couple where I was like, I know I had a different plot lift off, but I'm changing it to this. Yes, there was at uh, least two or three. Uh, you? No way. There was at least two or three where I looked at the movie, thought about the plot, thought about what the plot lift off was, went mm -hmm. to my notes, had something different written down. Yeah. This it was also really fun. difficult for me to search my notes. You don't I, say. Because I don't. Well, here's. Well, first of all, half the, like, half the movies. <laughs> what notes? Didn't have you gotta flip for. through that what notebook notes? or what? I I don't understand. <laughs> but but Zach, I'm I'm Oh, this curious. notebook. This notebook that's gonna be worth a lot of money someday. That one. A lot of money. H how early were either of you guys using the term plot liftoff in your notes? So I brought well, it. Oh, back. in the notes. That yeah. see, that was the tough thing to find. Like it's not an easy search function. I know when I Microsoft brought it back for some reason. It's funny. I'm I'm spoiler alert. By the time I started using the term plot lift off, none of those ones are going to make my top five. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Damn. But I brought it back for the Icerd episode. <laughs> that was the first, which when is not the, on my list. It's not on what, my top five, it's not on my OLIs. What was the first time you used the music? Ooh, first time I used the music. That's a Ooh. good question. It's a celebrity question. Quick. That is I mean, a celebrity or, uh, or a glossary question. I don't know. Or both. First time I used the song uh, was accepted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And I, I looked at that one. What's crazy like, is I won't remember that either. There's not a chance. I, I forget we did accepted. Oh, shit. No, you don't. You look like Carly Simon. Well, whenever you, you remind me, that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> that might be plot lift off. I don't know why. Him <laughs> <laughs> in that suit. <laughs> It's the biggest fucking suit I've ever seen. You could fit three Steve Harvey suits in there. Like, it's insane. Just oh insane. Like, I know he was big, but come on, man. You can't do feather. him like that. It's the long ass man. Yeah, the feather does it. Oh, my God. By the way, do we do extended cold opens for this one that get, end up on the Patreon or no? Is that just a... I don't think so. Nah, the, the whatever works. length the cold open is ends up in the episode. <laughs> All right. Make it long, make it short, whatever you want. Do you want to do you want to, you have more? Do you have more? 
No, I'm this good, is my right? favorite. This is a mean questioning whether the this is cold open. It's, it's, it's like two very different st- styles for like starting an episode, right? If it's a regular cinephobe, I wait for a little break. Every once in a while, it gets disrupted, but I feel like and Amin's just like, like guys, do you think oh, maybe we can start that? Do you think I should start I'm, the episode? I'm no, sorry. should I do the intro? Should I do I'm the sorry intro for being just for stick being, it in? Just stick I'm sorry it in. for just being fuck already. Integrity. Just fuck you already. Know? Some of you guys don't have integrity. You just go, you stick your dick wherever. I say, ma'am, is it all right? Are you ready? I get consent. I don't know. You had you know? zero babs on the I, Driven episode. I, you had about 52 bitches and hoes. Yeah. So I don't there know about 52 that. 52 bitches, bitches and hoes in the movie. I'm not, I don't, I didn't make it. One for every week of the year. I feel like I. Ah, <laughs> uh, one can dream. <laughs> Welcome Harem, to. Harem Nights. <laughs> This idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easy. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Kind of broke the scene, y'all. So all I got is five. I got five. Welcome to Cinephobe Top 5, a.k.a. CT5. That's right, that's the podcast where we say mirror, mirror on the wall. Who has the best top five of them all? And usually it's me, by the way. Going to throw that out Not there. Even I did actually finally win a poll on Spotify. Oh, but I'm sick too, of these polls, man. It's been too long. <laughs> Does Derek know? Does Derek know? I'm not sick of that poll. I'm just sick of the other polls. All right, so if, if you listen to Cinephobe, you love Cinephobe, you're often wondering, oh, what, what, I wonder what they think the greatest this is that of the mm-hmm. of the series has ever been. Well, this is the episode or this is the podcast where we do that. We rank different elements from across the Cinephobe universe and see what our top fives are, including two outside looking in categories, or as we like to call them, OLI. And so this week... We're doing CT5, a relatively newcomer as far as a category in Center of Hope history, Plot Liftoff. Mm-hmm. Plot Liftoff. If you heard in the cold open, May said the first time Plot Liftoff was applied was during the Accepted episode. Well, that's well, not exactly the first time he used the music. The music. Right. Oh, what but was the do you first remember- mention? Well, I, Mace played it while you, while you were late. Uh, Mace played it for me. So I know. Sorry for but- having a job. I'll swap jobs. Yeah, you got jobs that Hand jobs, let you do whatever. I don't. No, I got to follow very strict well, it's jobs. Exactly that. It's a it's a three-tiered rollout for the plot mm-hmm. liftoff. So it was actually very, very you, early in the podcast. Yeah, can you guess the first mention of plot liftoff in Cinephobe history? Now, now you say very, very early, I'm going to say Mr. Magoo. Even earlier that, than that? That would be you not knowing... The right oh, answer. Shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wicker man. And we'll play the clip later on because it will come up. But then it came back in the Ice Road episode. Ice Road was before accepted? Yes. A wow. good what? 15 years or something like that. Wow. And then it took 15 years for us to throw the term around again and decide that you know what? We're going to make this a, a regular occurrence. I got a theme song. I got the whole thing. Just Do you have the sound? To, 
Can, can yeah. you play the sound right now? Guess, Why guess do you do loop? this to while, me? while you're loading that up, let me say this. Just came to me. A good <laughs> question format for Synepity. Chronological order of four random episodes. Oh, oh my God. No, but, but when we play Synepity, we always... Cineparty, as I like to call it. <laughs> aren't we allowed to use a spreadsheet? That's the whole point, like, as a cheat sheet? To oh, just yeah. I guess that would memory. have to be something where, like, you got to blind you know, put your hands up a, or something. Yeah. Well, put a blindfold on. Yeah. But in the ice road, it was when he gets a emergency alert on his phone, <laughs> and it doesn't say anything. It just says contact Jay Golden. It wasn't yeah. when those guys called Gertie a bingo. <laughs> Thank you for your service, Gertie. By the I way, I thought it was a, the first time Gertie spoke in the hospital. Oh. We were like, and we were like, wait a second, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> well, there you go. There's the other wrinkle is that everybody has their own plot left off, so that should yeah. make it even more interesting. <clears throat> All right, so as I said, we always have our CT5, our top fives, but before we get to top fives, we have two outside-looking-ins. Uh, what's the order? The order is going to be me first, and then what? Yep. Me first, May 2nd, and then Zach, the dishonest podcaster. Bringing uh, it up says honest podcaster. Maybe get some glasses. I know. I said dishonest podcaster. I'm pointing to you as a dishonest podcaster. Not that one, this one. Dishonest. Got to fix more racism, I guess. I Jesus. All right. Uh, well, I do. I know that this is probably against the rules, but no, you know what? I'm going to hold off on that one. My first outside looking in, my first OLI. What rules? What, what rules? are you talking about? Well, you'll see. You'll see. My first <laughs> OLI is the heartbreak kid, the car ride to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. We're, I got through my list and one. I thought back that's and I was like, one. Oh, what's the what's the jump off? Because it's easily that it's it's him driving, and at first they're having fun, they're playing music. It's what she's doing the trumpet, right? She's like doing the, the trumpet for a guitar, like it's for something that's clearly <laughs> yeah. not a trumpet. And he's looking over, and he's kind of like, he's starting to realize something is amiss there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's does a really not, good one. Does he not give up though until he meets Michelle Monaghan's character? No, he's he's. He's 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 realizing he made a huge mistake. Yes, and that's on that. the, and that's kind of the point of it, right? It's not necessarily getting to her. It's the because it's the he mistake. Joe Bluthed. Now he's looking for a way out. Right. Yes, and she just happens to be that way out. Because let me let me present a, a scenario. Let's say that he never meets Michelle Monahan's character. That marriage wasn't going to last beyond the honeymoon. Like just yeah. them that experience, he would have broke, broken up with her. I don't think he has the balls though to break it off. I think right. he did need that. He needed he needed someone to like help galvanize that. He, he needed was, someone to lie. Yeah. To motivate him to lie. I think yeah. he would have gone through way. a long time of just silently miserable. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's a great one. All right. My first OLI. This is by far the quickest plot liftoff on my list. We're talking three minutes into the movie. This this plot is taken off. We're buckling seatbelts. We're getting out of here. It's when a strapping young Julius Benedict learns that I have a brother <laughs> and <laughs> twins. <laughs> And he immediately jumps in a rowboat and rows his ass to the next island at That's 75 crazy. miles an hour. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. He's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. 
Hey, this isn't Catalina. This is the coast. No, this isn't the wine mixer. Like this is <laughs> battling the ocean. out of its mind. Yeah, waves in a rowboat. In a rowboat, like it's fucking Jaws the Revenge. Like just yeah, even Jaws the Revenge, they didn't let him go far, right? That's like, true. Yeah, Michael like, shows right, up. I don't think so. Um, Zach. My first OLI. I don't. I don't care for you guys to fight me on this. This is my personal plot liftoff. Okay, Fuck for you. this OLI. It's hoping he'd seen a barbed wire. It's just. It's, <laughs> it's a sound. There you go. So I was lifted off, and it, it look. I was plotting. To, swear to God, in my cutting room floor, I have barbed wire. Zach's erection. That's my plot. <laughs> That's the opening scene. Yeah. That might have even been the trailers that were playing. It, but I don't even know, man. I was ready to go. You though. walked in full mast? Because <laughs> I'm not sure when else the plot gets going there. <laughs> what plot? I don't even I don't even know. All right. So this is the part where I break the rules. My second outside okay. looking in. What right? rules? Heartbreak well, I the have rules. two different plot liftoffs from two different movies. But they're co- Co outside looking in because they follow a very similar theme. And that theme is the opening scene to the movie. I Which a, is a different CT5, but it's okay. Sure. Belly and taxi come in hand in hand <laughs> as plot liftoffs. But why? So one is your OLI and then the other one's five. No, no. No, no, no. See, that's why I said I'm breaking the rules. So then a heartbreak kid doesn't doesn't make it. No, no, no. See, that's why I said I'm breaking the rules. No, no, no. You said, what rules? What rules? Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to pick three for every single one then. Like, what are we doing? I'm breaking the rules. I told you guys I'm breaking the rules, and you're like, what rules are there to break? What rules? But they're also just another CT5. Yeah, it is. It's another CT5. No, but that's a plot liftoff. Both of those are plot liftoffs. Disagree completely on taxi. It's not the plot liftoff for taxi. I'm sorry. That is the not plot in the liftoff. slightest. No, no it's, it's the only thing you remember from the movie, yeah. but it's not the plot liftoff. I remember filing the movie. That's what I remember. It's also, like, Belly kind of. Yeah. That's a a little. Liftoff. Yeah. Belly is Belly definitely ta- more than just taxi. Don't put taxi on the list. That doesn't, that's not plot liftoff. It's, an, it's absolutely plot liftoff. Put it in opening scene dash belly slash taxi. Nice. Well, how do I follow that? I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to go with when Demi Moore and Michael Douglas do everything but fuck. And she says, <laughs> you stick your dick in my mouth and then you get an attack of morality. <laughs> yeah. But this never happened. He's got a family. Yeah, well, your family made you stupid. And his finishing line is, you take those two champagne bottles in your refrigerator and you go, fuck them. That's disclosure. <laughs> and now we have a corporate leverage battle that will span the entire movie do we think he meant fuck the bottles at the same time or one after the other I'm sorry what's his imagination there well dp eiffel tower yeah i don't know or just champagne train i don't know i think she i think he left it up to her enough champagne <laughs> to fill her nile And enough champagne to fill the Nile. (laughs) Champagne. All right, uh, my next OLI. Everybody needs to know where they come from and what they are, 
and for Donald Faison, Whoopi and Paul Mooney show up, give the Damn story it. of losing him in Italy, yes. Homie Simone. Absolutely. That, that's my number five. Oh, oh, bro. oh shit. Wow. Oh shit, bro. My Say bad. No too. I hate doing that, but oh, I'm glad that we could talk oh, about it. I love doing it. Yeah. Whoa. Oh man. <laughs> oh shit. Are you jealous of me and you feel left out? No, it was on my it was on my cutting room floor, but I just mm. I don't know. It, I had, God, I had such it, a, it's such a funny the whole like Paul Mooney's just ass off. The, sto- the story you're talking about the, the actual the story, story, right? Yeah, well, the, yeah, I think showing rolls, up and then telling the story and like it, it, rolls it all right rolls into, into it. it. Yeah, yeah. He, and his reaction and he sees them and he's flipping the fuck out and she's trying to chase him up the stairs and then the next scene is like, all right, let's sit him down and mm-hmm. give you the details of how this could have transpired and yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean that's on my cutting room floor. It's, it was a tough one to cut out, but. Uh, definitely very worthy. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now we're in the top five. Here's my number five. And for number five, I'm just going to read the dialogue from this plot liftoff. Speaking of installations, is that a shiny new set of cans on Mandy Bohack? They look good, but I'll still take the real deal any day. Right. You're telling me you take Kimmy Long's flapjacks over Mandy's new speed bags? That's what I'm telling you. I like my boobs with a little mileage on them. They're more fun. Fun? Yeah, you can smush them, swing them, hump them, stretch Armstrong them. And what about the proven correlation between floppy boobs and large mouth vaginas? It's all pass when they're caught on the close circuit TV. Yeah, that's pot lift off for sure. Because that's when the wives say, look, you guys need to Enough is enough. Enough is enough. 
That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah, that <laughs> one probably needs to be a rewashington because we haven't. Oh, we should talk yeah, too much about that, that one soon. in a while. Yeah, I already did my number five, so it's you, Zach. My number five, man. Teenagers just having fun, just you know, having drinks, having a party. Everyone shows up. Everyone's having a good time. Oh, my God. These people are in shenanigans in the pool. These people are in shenanigans down on the hill at the house. And Jake Tyler's there. And all of a sudden, Ryan Murphy says, or Ryan McCarthy, I should say, Ryan McCarthy says, this is your first time here. You got to fight. It's never back down. Oh, wow. He okey-doked us. He did. He okey-doked us. What'd you think it was? Preston? <laughs> which I thought about, which I thought about, but I was like, I guess that's not really plot lift off. Yeah, like, it is for me, damn it. <laughs> it's, it's taken over the entire movie. It's become that's movie lift off for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, but yes, you got to fight. You're new in town. You got to fight. You yeah. never fought first time before. You got to do it, man. You got to catch it, these hands. <laughs> and he whoops his ass. Number four for me is Jason Bateman showing that dumb bitch how to turn on a microscope. It's Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> what? Plot lift up? Yes. Not him becoming a fucking werewolf? No. I'm showing that dumb bitch Are how to turn on a microscope. Are you just doing golden dumpsters? <laughs> nope. He's, he's done it. That's when he's the movie lifted off for me. different one for each. What? He's on his list. Isn't That's it when he becomes four. a fucking wolf? That's number four. Yep. Not Look, him boxing. The plot lifted off for you guys. Not him at the party. No, the plot lifted off for you guys at a different point. For me, I was like, okay, here we are. Trade tables up. Seat backs in their upright lock positions. Okay. See you right. passing. If you say so. My number four, after years of being mocked, of being shamed for being different, one man had enough. And he channels years of anger. He jumps over the offensive line and he flattens Peter Dante into a concussion. No. It's Bobby Boucher and the water boy. <laughs> Who dat? Who dat? No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Who dat? Who dat? <laughs> I'm the w- w- water boy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, don't come on me. Don't, I, I don't want to. <laughs> you may hate the movie, but you can't deny that. that that's not a top I don't know if it's the plot. fourth best plot liftoff we've list. ever had. It's his I list, guess. Zach. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're number four. I uh, actually scratched one out and removed it from the list <laughs> in order to. With the origin of plot liftoff. Okay. Here, number mm-hmm. four. It's a it's a glass of whiskey put down on a piece of paper and the ring from the whiskey glass. Nine, eleven, two thousand one. It's what all the makings of a plot liftoff. What happened? It's knowing Nick Cage. All right, let's actually listen to that. Let's right actually now. listen to it, yeah. Let's this go back in time to year four of Cinephobe. <laughs> 
This whole putting the whiskey down thing, that's what they decided had to be the device for him to to look at the piece of paper. Because it puts a ring of whiskey on the paper, which now isolates some of the numbers. And this is where I wrote the note, plot liftoff. (laughs) That's where it gets going. That's exactly what happened. Uh, So 22 minutes in. As Zach points out, the numbers are circled. So then he goes to a whiteboard. I guess in his kitchen or somewhere like that. Yeah, like around and, the kitchen area. And he writes the numbers and he looks at the combos and like races and then draws lines. And then he realizes the first three numbers are 9-11-01. And this motherfucker, ladies and gentlemen, in 2009 <laughs> has to Google what happened on 9-11-2001. Shut up. <laughs> that leads right into Whoa. Amin's infamous... I was yeah. offended, Rant. Yeah. yeah. Shot Aston. Googly 9-11 award. That's what God that damn. is. <laughs> All right. Number three. Ricky Gervais goes to a bank and is overdrawn, but needs mm-hmm. to withdraw some money. So he tells the lady to check again because mm-hmm. clearly there's been a mistake. And so she says, yeah, I mean, the computer must be off and gives him the money. It's the invention of lying. And it's the exact moment. Ricky Gervais learns how to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the rare plot lift off and the title at the he same said time. It. Yeah, ah, he <laughs> said it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say it, does he? No. He, just, he does it. He does it. Ah, yeah. he did it. Ah. All right. My number three. Now, I feel like this has to. I'm going to be surprised if this isn't on somebody else's list. It's 15 minutes into this movie. We've had a, a relatively straightforward, it's two buddies, they're co-workers, and then, you know, one of them's got some crazy ideas, one of them's a little more skeptical, and then all of a sudden, Jack Black makes poop disappear. Vapurize. yep. Evaporizes it yep. in envy. And the look on Rachel Weiss's face, yep. staring daggers at Ben Stiller for being such a fucking idiot as mm-hmm. Amy Poehler is bouncing up and down in the background off camera going, we're, we're going to be rich. <laughs> we're going to be rich. <laughs> and then the whole movie changes. It's great. Yeah. yeah. That it's is a really great good. lift off. Yep. Zach, number three. My number three. I had to like really think about this because I didn't want to be prisoner of the moment, but the more I thought about it, the more cemented in I was with this. Yes, there's recency bias. Yes. Is, is I it did, this? I, what? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. You're, are you too soon? I don't know if you're too soon. It's not that. It is simply a man just trying to make it, just trying to provide for his family. Oh, yeah. Gets fired from his job. Louis Pinnock, as we oh. found out during the rewatchington <laughs> recently, Louis Pinnock gets fired in White Man's Burden. I need my fucking job, man. <laughs> oh, hold on. You fired me, Hold on, What do you mean? Oh, my God. Yo, that sound, that sound of him just... Unbelievable, man. Dolphins from fucking miles around reacted to that. Every oh, every dog man. in the neighborhood <laughs> barks I, like crazy. Look, man, this is a conversation for another time, but that rewatchington, it I honestly made me realize that movie is fucking art. 
that movie is so it's crazy and, and offensive and incredible. <sighs> oh my god. Number two. <clears throat> no big lead up here. Very simple. Tiptoes, Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the moment we see Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that is that's undeniable. Pop. It doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't need any setup, it doesn't need any explanation. Like just Gary Oldman tiptoes. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a great call. Didn't make my list, but that's a great call. Oh man. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. That's great. My number two. Pretty recent. And I think we universally agreed on this because there really is no movie without this scene. 20 minutes into the toy. When Master Bates wants to purchase a black man. Oh. Yeah. That's toughy. Yeah. yeah. And the, <laughs> the people that work for his dad trying to explain to him. Kind of the attempt yeah. to yeah. tell him that like, it's not okay. I don't know if we could do that. So I think it's illegal. Really. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. My number two. Amin's not the only one with an opening scene. For plot lift off. Okay. Nothing in this movie happens. The testing doesn't happen. The Actually, evolution doesn't happen. None of that stuff happens without. I'm, I'm getting emotional just yeah. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Roscoe's death. Yeah. Mother, man. Is that is that plot lift off? A hundred percent. He doesn't. He's a, he doesn't work on that bingo. If if Roscoe's still alive. I mean, director's cut. It's a hundred percent. The plot lift off because yeah, but it's also later in the movie. It's later in the movie, right? Um, no, but the escape. Lead, he goes to Job when he escapes. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. in the original, I don't even really remember because I feel like I've only watched the original. The he's escaping cut. and gets no, I know shot. he gets he's shot and yeah. he's dead. But I don't remember yeah. like how they. Then he's just in the how neighborhood, right? Yeah. Job's yeah. just in the neighborhood, mowing the lawn next door, Mowing or whatever. Lawn, yeah. And now Pierce Brosnan, you know, he's smoking in bed at three a.m. and trying to figure out what's next for his life. All right, my number one is also from an older cinephobe movie. Not older. Well, actually, yes, it's older in age and older in terms of how far back we did it for cinephobe. It's Bolo killing his own man in Double Impact. <laughs> I had a different one for that movie. <laughs> but that's a good one. Yeah. Yep. That's Again, when you I knew. I still like, think oh, you're shit. on Golden Dumpsters, but no. Nope. Um, <laughs> that's plot liftoff right there. No, I, double, I, I, double impact plot liftoff is when he learns out that he has a twin and he goes to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Come nah, on, it's a bit different for that too. No, no, no. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's when he sees someone kill their own man to make. I'll a just point. tell you. I'll just tell you what mine is now. It's not, and it's not my number one. But my plot liftoff for Double Impact is when, at point blank range, Bolo uses a shotgun on on the mother. On her face, <laughs> blows her face completely off. That's not lift off to me with this crazy eye. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm stunned. I'm truly stunned. Really? Because I feel like we've talked about this before. And the fact that it wasn't a means number one is one thing, but the fact that it wasn't on his list at all is truly stunning. I'm, I think I know what you're going with. I think I know what you're going with, too. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a major moment in cinephobe history. It reshaped yeah. a lot of things. It's Apollo's death in Rocky Apollo. Four. <laughs> Throw the damn tile. If he dies, yep. he dies. The thousand mile stare between yeah. Rocky and Drago. I'll tell I'm gonna you. Say, I'm going to say it right now. That's not just a great 
plot lift off in Cinefolk history. That's a great plot lift off in, in movie cinema history. history. Yeah. yeah. Cinema. Um, yeah. That was originally my number four. Mm. And then I took it off for the whiskey ring. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. I was all alone on this one, I guess so. My number one. Spice of life. You guys may remember an old man damn near dying at work. Oh, damn. Damn near dying at work. If it wasn't for a hero jumping up, doing a flip, catching a line drive that was meant for the face of an old man and then firing that motherfucker to first base through the glove. It is Ed saving the life of his manager in Ed. Zach, yeah. I'm like, shocked that that's your plot liftoff. I'm, now what? we're in the cutting room floor, and I can go right to. I had Ed peeking his head out from the door <laughs> of the bus, and we realized that the guy you're picking up, Matthew LeBlanc, isn't a guy after all. It's a chimp. Well, no, that, that's what I fell in love. That's that's pod liftoff for me, but that's not plot liftoff. That's <laughs> two two very different things. Yeah. Yeah, and I argued, I think, in the episode that it wasn't until the ump says he can play, but oh, in yeah. hindsight, it's definitely mm. it's definitely him giving them a little exhibition and blowing Absolutely. the netting out of fake French Stewart's oh, love yeah. at first base, <laughs> just flaming. Uh, bingo has looking out <laughs> on his face, yeah. O-O-L-I's? Yeah, cutting, another cutting room floor. Let me get it started here. The Pictionary scene in The Breakup. Shoe inside another shoe. Stop drawing a damn shoe. Oh, wow. Oh, I had a different one for the breakup. I had what? him wanting to play some Grand Theft Auto when it was time to do the dishes. Why would I want to do the dishes? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, thinking back to that movie, I couldn't think of the moment off the top of my head. I think the, I, I'm pretty, like, while Zach's, I still feel like that's a buildup. The plot liftoff is. When they have an argument playing Pictionary and he goes off on her like all those years at art school, you still don't know how to draw a goddamn sock or whatever. Like <laughs> that's plot lift because it, everyone's kind of just staring at them like, oh, shit. It's re- you realize a breakup is about to happen. I had two that were really strong, but I felt I had been honoring them <laughs> in other categories recently. So I wanted mm-hmm. to give... Some other opportunities, but it's Street Kings when Terry Crews gets shot to death, and it's Swordfish when Hugh Hackman uh-huh. does the clap and hacks the NSA while getting a blowjob. Yeah, I had that on my list as well. <laughs> Sucked off while hacking with a gun to your head, Swordfish. Sucked off I, here. Sucked off. <laughs> I had I had Street Kings as well. Terry Crews. Oh like man, it, I didn't even think of that. That's a great one. Yeah. Dude, that was one of the first ones I, I thought just, of. I just kept thinking of Forrest Whitaker. Uh, it's same thing with Taken Three. I was just like, all right, Forrest Whitaker. What did he do? Yeah. Like, I just Bengals. No, it wasn't. That's but that's <laughs> I look. I want. Look, this is how you know. No, it's actually I, it's actually Liam getting bagels. Right, that's yeah, plot lift off. Yeah. yeah. I, I this is how I want you guys to know how much integrity I'm filled with because I wanted so badly not only to put on my sheet but put in the top five. Liam Neeson buying a panda for his for his daughter, <laughs> but I was like, I mean, that's not plot. No matter how you twist and turn it, there's no well, way to plot. Right. Up. I wish you would apply some of that integrity to the rest of your list, but it's well. Yeah. I mean, no, my, the rest of my list is filled with integrity, as you can tell from the name and on golden the dumpsters <laughs> and uh, and future CT five opening yeah. seeds. You Zach, give us a cutting room floor. Um, Christoph Waltz canceling orders and sinking the putt. Horrible bosses too. Oh, Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, I was too. thinking, is I, w- I look back at that one, and the one I was going to write down was Chris Pine popping out of the trunk. 
No, come on. No, no, no. <laughs> because he kidnapped himself. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's I a good one. That's a it. good one, actually. Maybe, you know what? Maybe. It's tough, that's though. A good one. It's, yeah. I mean, it, like, that's one of those ones where I feel like I'm not sure, you know? Is is the is the plot lift off them doing the morning TV show and pitching their product? Like, it, you know, it's what is it exactly <laughs> that gets it going? Television. <laughs> I think you're going to have to change that name. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to agree with him. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Nick. Uh, let's see here. I've got the first time someone sings time is on oh, my side. That's, that's not the one. death row inmate guy in Fallen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like that's when he realizes, oh, the shit has moved on to someone else. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. When it's, when it's moving around the office. Is that that scene? You, you know, the first time, that. the first time, like someone else oh, sings I froze. it. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Oh. It looks like you're staring lovingly Rose at me. Rose and Zach. I, hey, Zach. I am. Der- Derek's it, right there. It, it looks like you're trying to do the, the 90-10 rule with, with Maze. Also, you Maze, you're, this way. you're tickling Maze's. the wrong side. It just tickled me. For me, it, oh, looks, well, like, for me, for me, it looks like Maze is sickened by me doing this. So I'll send it to you guys. This is how it froze for me. <laughs> All right. My next oh, wait, real OOLI. Quick, yeah. Real quick, back to the Horrible Bosses 2 thing. Um, we should clip the morning show woman going, oh, because she does that. She does that when uh, when they start yelling at each other. <laughs> she, then he goes, uh, why would your dad? She goes, oh. <laughs> Don't yell on TV. 38 minutes into cocktail, things get... A little escalated. We've got. I could not figure. I could not out remember cocktail. what it was. Yeah. yeah. We've got Coglin banging Gina Gershon for a bet. We've got Gina coming over Ooh. and talking shit to Tom Cruise. Then yeah. we've got Tom Cruise and Coglin fighting at cell block. He, they break the bottle. He's holding it at his neck. He's like, "Come on, fucking cut me! Come on!" And then he goes to Kokomo. That's the next thing. So all of that. It, yeah. it, like the. You think you're on one track with the movie? They're climbing up the. Flare bartender scene. They've reached the pinnacle. They're working at cell block, making one drink an hour. And yeah. now that's completely derailed. <laughs> Everything falls apart. He goes to Kokomo. It literally becomes a completely different movie. He's just like, he, his dream is to just go work a fucking tiki stand at in Kokomo. Well, like when you really think about it, like, I mean, that, he's live, like, I've made it. You live in Jamaica. You fuck tourists. I guess, like it's yeah. a pretty good life, Zach. I don't know what you're pushing know, back man. on here. That wasn't what his dream. Ra- that was his backup plan. What would you rather do? Would you rather have him like be an expert assisting someone else and renovating and fixing up bars, training staff? That's you know what? That's a very lucrative business. Making sh- making sure there are no fruit flies in the, in the alcohol. <laughs> Make sure not- diet. Cocktails <laughs> and dreams. I see it pouring, in pink neon. Blink, blink, refilling blink, blink. alcohol bottles. With other alcohol? Oh my God! Don't do that. It's, that's, that's illegal. illegal. He's stealing, yeah. defrauding um, customers. I've got uh, Hank Azaria banging out Deborah Messing. Yeah. Jane Polly. Are you guys full scuba? Yeah, that's <laughs> I thought about that. that I one's... thought about that for sure. Yeah, I love that because that's another one where it derails where you think you're going with the movie, right? Right. But is is it something to do with Polly? Later I don't on. think it needs to because it's, no. it's setting up like, it's, all right. It, it's what pushes Ben Stiller's character yeah. into 
like in the same way that like Heartbreak Kid, the car scene is, mm -hmm. is what primes him to be ready to look for something else. Right. Look to me in my eyeball. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I've got American Ninja, the American Ninja losing to the white guy in the fight, thus realizing there's another American Ninja in this movie. What? <laughs> he, he had me confused for a second. I hear, I yeah. get what he's saying now, though. When when Curtis Jackson, Fifty Cent, loses yeah. to Michael Dudikoff, yeah, he loses to the American Ninja. No, no, no. He's the American Ninja. He loses to Dudikoff, thus realizing there's a second American Ninja in this movie. But the He's American the Ninja is Steve James. No. Yes. No. Put it up on a... Let the people decide. No. No. What are you afraid of? <laughs> Nothing. Dude, I, it's, just like, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's such a stupid no. concept. No. Zach's afraid of his years of trying to solve racism not working out for him at yeah. this poll. Well... <laughs> Well, I mean, one of us is trying well, to stop racism, uh, the other uh, one's trying uh, to perpetuate it, you know? I'm just saying, Zach, that right hand is awfully high there in that frozen picture of you. I don't know where it's going. Yeah, it's like, first of all, well, it looks you, like you know where You know where it's going. Yeah, I know exactly where it's going. <laughs> racist. <laughs> Maze, do you have any more? Yeah, okay. This is a good one, and I, I really wanted to put the cocktail one in. I really wanted to put this one in. Hercules in New York, when Pretzi discovers Herc beating everyone's ass down by the docks with a giant board. <laughs> blinking and rubbing his eyes. Oh, like, I couldn't. I didn't think like, of that. That's like a great Ed, one. Seeing Matt LeBlanc pitch. And then he waits for everyone. He waits for him to knock everyone in the water. Yeah. And then he runs up. He's like, hey, let's get out of here. You're in trouble. You have to. Yeah. It's like no, he, you have he, to. he beat everybody. Then he picks up his beanie and shit with his basket of fucking pretzels they get in the cab. And then the world's best buddy comedy <laughs> starts. That sounds basket. so racist with his basket of yeah, pretzels. Yeah, that does sound super sounds racist. super racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a minor one, but I do love this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the old lady dipping on Woody, pickpocketing in Money Train. Okay. Oh yeah. Because now he's Man. he had all the money to pay off his debts and everything, and now yep. he's uh, now he's got to figure out some things. Let's see here. Oh, I've got this is a good one. Paul Bettany saying "Angel." That's not what lift off. That's, <laughs> it is. That's not. We didn't really know what was happening. <laughs> we knew what was happening. No, we one hundred percent knew what was happening. We didn't know they were under attack by who? Who's attacking what are you them? Zach? Talking we about? didn't know, and then. Paul Bettany said angels like, oh, wow. We saw it when the fucking no, no, racist no, cop no. like turned into a demon or an see, angel. See, Zach, still pipe? Zach, this is what happened here. This is this is a barbed wire situation. That's when yeah. it means dick lifted up. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. That's, you just got to put it in terms I understand. <laughs> All right. This one, I'm not sure that it, I feel like it is the plot lift off, but I could, I, I could see some other ones potentially being it. It's an anaconda when... Paul Cerrone leaps on board as thunder crashes and <laughs> derails their boat ride 10 minutes into the movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got picking up John Voight anaconda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause then, cause then the next, I, I mean, I feel like it's really more the next scene in the morning when he catches a fish and he's mm -hmm. talking about his past and five whiskeys, all that, but, yeah. or when Mateo dies, you know, Oh, it's kind of tough. Mateo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this, this the, the fucking newspaper photo. <laughs> is that plot lift up? <laughs> That's plot lift. <laughs> Why is this shit still frozen? I'm gonna get out and get back in. That's what she said. 
keep doing that over and over again. There's a bunch that I'm surprised haven't been said yet. I thought for sure one of these would, would pop up. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was it was tougher to think of, you know? Like I said, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just a boring, it's just a pretty yeah. straightforward, like, oh, they're going to Africa and Congo. Yeah. You know? Oh, the, the Mighty Ducks are going to Los Angeles. What? <laughs> Was it that or was what was Paul Liftoff and Mighty Ducks going? I mean, it was literally like we're going to the Junior Goodwill Games. I thought about changing it oh, to it was, when the dentist shows up. Yeah. And or, starts no, talking I, shit. Well, I guess it would be the guy from Hendrix, right? Or that. Yeah. And either, that, either way, that's pretty much boring. You know? What about what about Driven? Was it? Driven we is we need to call Joe the Hummer Tanto. Oh, Get no, me Joe thought, the Hummer Tanto. I thought it was when we found out that Burt Reynolds was in a wheelchair. Once again, lift, I, lift him off. That's more of a film noir. I don't know if that's so much of a plot lift off. I don't but think Amin knows what plot lift off is. I'm well, pretty luckily, sure. Well, luckily, luckily we're not a, supposed to define it. Let me let me give another example just to make sure that I know what plot lift off is. Uh, blood sport when Bolo beats the big dude and then starts taunting JCVD with the headband. By I like, thought about that. That is at least at least eighty minutes into the movie. 70 yeah. minutes but, but the movie really takes off from that point right and that's like that's what we talk about with like plot afterburners or like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to the stratosphere now plot, <laughs> plot stratosphere yeah. plot speed of sound it's when I, but the like the plot is there's a fucking tournament or the yeah. plot is you're not gonna call the cops yeah <laughs> what kind what? of a deal that's that's plot lift off because then he learns how to fucking do karate <laughs> i won't lie you know what that is plot lift off. i forgot <laughs> i forgot that's how we even got here yeah i completely i i saw blood sport and i was like bolo i didn't even think about nah, fucking young frank dukes did we do that as a rewatchington yet no no oh my god man. Just, i can't uh, wait to see you know i realize we've been considering young frank dukes is just a soundbite for so long I can't wait to do the whole, the whole, his, all his glory as he's sweating and he looks fucking scared. When he gets with, in the fight at the school, wearing that horrible <laughs> outfit, the Bartle and James shirt. Plot lift off is the buying that kid Bar a Bartle and James shirt. <laughs> what a 20 CBS shirt, man. That is incredible. That's My incredible. last two OOLIs here Judge Dredd when Rico escapes from Aspen. Oh and, yeah, that's a good mm, one. I'm surprised you did not have this one. I mean, maybe you still do, but hi, Daddy. Carbon oh, copy. Yeah. Carbon copy. Denzel reveals he's the son. Yeah, because they yep. get right to it. Ten minutes. Yep. What um, a great movie that was. I have oh. three different shark ones. Okay. Two for Jaws: Revenge because I I know we disagreed the on plot some of it. Lifted off twice in that movie is what you're saying. Well, the the plot lifts off. Scene one, the shark yeah, fucking arrives. Zach said opening scene. Yes, yeah. that, that was Zach's plot lift off. Yeah, the shark arrives. Shark vision, opening scene. That's how I know, like, shit's on, right? The shark is out for revenge. The other one would be when the shark gets to the Bahamas. <laughs> I had, for some reason, Zach said that, and I had the shark stepping off a plane with, like, a Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> Hoagie, Hoagie flew the, flew the yeah. shark in. Sunglasses on. Yeah, he's dressed like Bane, like, man. No, he's dressed like Bane. He's in a disguise. Carrying a little suitcase. And he's, <laughs> he's got a trench coat. He's got a fucking hat. little driving hat. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, the other shit. one, uh, shark takes a bite out of uh, Sarsgaard's arm. 
in uh, Deep oh, Blue yeah. Sea. In Deep Blue Sea, that's when we realized yeah. that the sharks are smart and aware and awake. Uh, let's see. I got uh, Green Lantern, the death of his daddy. That's not, no, I <laughs> thought about that. It's Yeah, that's a golden dumpster. <laughs> uh, no, it's clearly when he gets the fucking ring of power no. when he becomes the Green Lantern. That's <laughs> No, why was he a pilot? It's because his dad died. Why was that's your dad? Part. No, I, all right. I figured out Amin confuses plot lift off with something he just created, which is exposition lift off. That's what <laughs> I've got a million ways to die in the West. The, the introduction of Foy as the foil to um, to Seth MacFarlane's character. Okay, at least it's not the mayor getting dragged by no, wolves. The wolves. No, bye, bye, Mister <laughs> Mayor. I just uh, have one more. Mm -hmm. These dirty cops decide to steal from Liam Neeson after he's done twelve heists. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> No, or no. when he decides to like turn himself in, or when he meets Sweet Annie, hey, and, Sweet and, Annie. And, and that's the one, and creates an incredible platonic friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Buys her house, <laughs> Buys her house. <laughs> with his safe safe repair career. Yeah, yeah. I fix safes. Yes, <laughs> and here's a, a <laughs> bottle of champagne. Champagne to fill the Nile. Uh, let's see what else I have here. I have Fred Claus. Fred going to the North Pole to work for Santa. Sure. Uh, I've got Reindeer Games, the casino having both Coke and Pepsi. No, that's not yeah, absolutely not. That's that has the golden nothing dumpster. to do with the plot. You're that's just doing the, Golden Dumpsters extended. No, the plot lifted off right there. Right there. That's when the story really said to take off. And finally, I have Action Jackson, Sharon Stone, and Vanity. That fantasy that I had of them too. Okay, see. that's another erection one. So mm -hmm. that one I'll I'll allow. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> Zach really is pro boner, pro bono. Oh, <laughs> sunny bono. Dita, it is a sunny. It's the only way to get the bono. When <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny, don't go up to night country. True detective. Yeah, what is it to call it? That's vitamin a really D. <laughs> Zach would not do what Zach would not be able to reproduce up there. Oh my god, you put me in the north. Sorry, this this bloodline is done. This cum cocoon is just yeah, <laughs> a flaccid noodle the whole time. Noodle, <laughs> hey noodle, come here noodle, hey come here, hey noodle, hey boy, how you doing? Uh, make sure you send us your CT five plot liftoffs at talk hoops at Darth Mean at Corn Puzzle at Cinephil Pod at Count the Dings or drop them in that Discord that you get access to patreoncom slash dings. Also, make sure you are checking out all that extra content in the Patreon, including the OG podcast and mm -hmm. the Cinephobe watch-alongs, the Rewatchingtons. Also, the extended cut of all the cold opens. You don't want to miss any of that shit, man. That's the mm -mm. good stuff. And you could watch us do this on YouTube. That's right. Hopefully you just did. So yeah. you if you did Zach's frozen face. Check out my frozen face for like nine minutes. And also understand that if you didn't, then you got this days late because Maze posts this on YouTube first. Listener, you dumb bitch. <laughs> the, cereal, <laughs> the cereal smell is like... Hey, Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.